I'm Betsy Reed, and this is The Discomfort Practice, where I talk to creatives, activists, leaders, scientists, and a host of others about discomfort, about the role it's played in their lives, who they are and what they do in the world, and the value of discomfort in helping us move forward as a society. Discomfort is just the edge of your comfort zone, and on the other side are superpowers. So settle yourself in, and let's get uncomfortable. Welcome to a Betsy by Herself episode. Today I want to talk to you about something I have been noticing lately, and thinking about a lot lately, and I've gotten to that stage in my life where I realize if I'm noticing it, if I'm thinking about something, there are probably other people thinking about it too. So... I'm going to talk about the shadow side. I've noticed lately that people have gotten grumpy. In fact, I have been yelled at by perfect strangers twice in the past week for taking my mask down to take a drink, for not wearing my mask in what I thought was a private space, but a neighbor walked by and told me off. Uh, I said, well, I have had the virus. And he said, I don't care. I don't want to walk through your aerosol droplets. He actually said aerosol droplets. And I get it. The world is a really scary place. People don't know what's what. But what has really struck me in interactions like this, and also in just seeing what's going on in my friends' lives, my yoga students' lives, is that a lot of fears are coming up. A lot of shadow stuff is coming up. Things are starting to get real. So 2020 has been this massive stirring stick It got stuck all the way down to the depths of whatever, the deep, dark water down there, the bottom where we don't really want to go very often, and a lot of us don't go, ever. And it just stirred things up, and things are starting to emerge. Personally, maybe for you too, collectively, you're probably seeing some stuff around you and your friends and acquaintances, and maybe even strangers. So... I know I'm not alone in this. I've definitely got a good crew of yogis and friends who have confirmed my little anecdotal evidence here, but things are getting real. Things are getting strange. And I would suggest during this year of massive, rapid, systemic breakdown, paradigm shift, misinformation, fear of things we don't understand, we're seeing a lot of people's shadow sides, and I've certainly seen my own. And if you're not familiar with the shadow side, it's the dark, unlit part of the ego. The stuff you don't really want to deal with or look at. Yeah, so it's our dark side. I started doing shadow work a few years back when I first started working with a Jungian-trained therapist in London. And it was some of the hardest work I've ever done and some of the most freeing. So just to plunge into that a little bit, I guess it's useful to talk about Carl Jung, he was influenced by Freudian psychology. He brought that into his own methodology. Carl Jung, born in the late 1800s, died in the mid-1900s. And he proposed the concepts of being extroverted or introverted, which most people now know. We refer to ourselves that way. Um, Collective unconscious and just certain archetypes. And his work has been super influential in Western psychiatry. And he talked a lot about religion and literature and brought that in. He also proposed that Christian religion was part of a historic process to develop consciousness, which is super interesting, as I know a lot of us who maybe grew up religious are no longer religious, but to sort of see it that way, that it actually has been a real tool, particularly in my life, for developing a deep consciousness and my values. 
So Carl Jung was a Swiss psychiatrist. He was born in the late 1800s, died in the mid-1960s, but he developed things that we're very, very familiar with, like being introverted or extroverted and the collective unconscious, which is super interesting right now because there is a collective something. And I think a lot of us have realized this more than before. As we're separated, there is stuff that happens collectively. Maybe you've observed this. Maybe you've felt this. So the collective shadow that Jung talked about is humanity's dark side. It's the sum total, the impact of past and present traumas. So that could be pandemics, atrocities, warfare, persecution, cruelties, tragedies, all that stuff. But we hold that collectively and therefore individually on a deep unconscious and even cellular level. So if you know about trauma and how it can be stored in the body and passed along through epigenetics, through DNA, we all have some collective trauma that we inherit from things that we have done to each other over the years. And that stuff comes from our shadow side, the stuff that we haven't dealt with individually and then collectively because it all adds up. And whether or not you feel it, you are part of the collective. So the darkness isn't always glaringly apparent. As it's ancient, it's ingrained, we don't know it. So if you don't even know your family tree, it's highly unlikely that you know about sort of collective trauma from 300 years ago. And I certainly don't. So if you think about what's been happening right now, we've all been challenged in so many ways. We're staying at home. We don't have contact. We don't have activity that maybe we used to stay busy, to stay soothed. And this is really related to being in the unknown, but it's about maybe being forced to look at our shadow side, maybe having some ugly feelings, some ugly moments emerge from within ourselves, certainly around us. So if you think about it, this is a moment to look at our shadow. And you can do it or you cannot do it, but it's there, whether or not you choose to accept the mission. So if we think about this year and collective shadow side, uh, domestic violence has really increased during COVID because people are at home. And the UN cites that one in three women worldwide experiences physical or sexual violence, mostly by an intimate partner. So you can imagine what having to be in close proximity to that intimate partner at all times has done to domestic violence. And that is felt collectively. And then if you look at things like the awareness that we are in a climate crisis, and I know I talk about this a lot on this podcast because it's part of my work, that's traumatic. Our survival is under threat because of the way that we have used our planet. And we're getting to the point of no return very quickly. And that is traumatic. The murder of George Floyd by police in the U.S., shown more light on institutional racism baked into a lot of modern policing systems, not just in the U.S. And it's shown a light on the complicit racism and white supremacy that has shaped a lot of cultures we come from, cultures we're used to. And I've watched a lot of fellow white people in particular deal with that or not deal with that, get stuck or choose to step into discomfort. And this is all shadow stuff. This is all stuff that if it causes guilt, it probably is showing that it's part of your shadow side. And then if you talk about elections, obviously the US election was a really stark example of how fear and appealing to humanity's 
dark side, its deepest fears of the other, of immigrants, of criminals, of just things that dehumanize others and separate us and then allow us to be manipulated by leaders who don't necessarily have noble motives. That is shadow stuff. That is appealing to our fears, to our dark sides, to the side of us that wants to protect what we've got because we believe that there isn't enough to go around. So (laughs) here we are in the shadows, but it takes being conscious of it to see it to embrace it, and then to heal it. So I would say I feel quite optimistic because you have to see the shadows in order to know they're there, in order to be conscious of them, and in order to heal them. So Robert A. Johnson was this guy who is well known for writing some very influential little books that brought Jungian psychology to mainstream in the U.S. in the 70s, 80s. And he has this little book called Owning Your Own Shadow, which I pull off my shelf every once in a while. It sat there for three years or so until I was like, hmm, it's it's time. But he says, until we've undertaken the task of accepting and honoring the shadow within us, we cannot be balanced or whole. For what is hidden never goes away, but merely, and often painfully, turns up in unexpected places. So if you've experienced repression, whether it's religious or due to racism, you know that then when you're not allowed to do things that are natural as a human being, sometimes it pops up in other weird places. So that's what he's talking about there. I remember a couple of years ago, I saw Dr. Michael Beckwith speaking here in Spain. He's the founder and director of the Agape International Spiritual Center in Los Angeles. He's buddies with people like Oprah. He is an incredible human. He's a powerful being. But he talked about And with excitement, it got the whole crowd excited about the paradigm shift that I and a lot of others believe we're going through right now as humans, that there's a lot of light and it's getting brighter and it's shining. But what that does is highlight our shadows. It makes the shadows more apparent personally and collectively. And it gets to a point of intensity where we have to deal with our shadows in order to heal them, to move on. So... We need to face these things that we haven't faced in ourselves, the things that we're ashamed of, the things that we don't even want to admit are part of us, part of our ego, because they're still part of us. And in order to heal our shadow and move on individually and collectively into this beautiful light that is beckoning us, we have to face it. And now is a perfect time to do it. Maybe you are locked in your house. Maybe life has slowed down. This is an invitation to step into that work to see and heal your shadow because we can't heal a shadow collectively unless we heal it individually. So prepare to shift. The shadows are there. We have to heal them before we can move on. Step into your shadows. Face them. Embrace them. Learn to love them and heal them. And do the work that needs to be done to heal your own shadows so that we can collectively heal the violence, the trauma, that we have inflicted on each other, that we will continue to inflict on each other unless we face that shadow side. So let's sit with our shadows, no matter how uncomfortable, no matter how traumatic, and let's treat each other with compassion. Let's face this discomfort together, heal it, and move on. We've got work to do, but you're not alone. Thanks for getting uncomfortable with me. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, leave me a review wherever you listen to podcasts and head over to the Discomfort Practice Patreon page. For the cost of a cup of coffee once a month, you can become a contributor and help us to produce this podcast and reach new people with the idea that discomfort is just the edge of change, the edge of our superpowers, and the edge of changing the world for the better. Thanks to my wonderful team who helped me produce this podcast, to Thomas Sheffer for the original music, Katrina Affleck for the original artwork, and to my co-producer Spencer Rausch. Let's all stay uncomfortable. <laughs>